Welcome back, everybody. This is uh, part two of the episode I just started on uh, the impeachment inquiry, um, the vote that took place today on um, our president, uh, Trump. Um, this is December 13th. So in part two, we're going to continue on with our discussion of Hunter Biden and some of the other uh, events that have taken place uh, regarding people that are highly connected and the people they're connected to. So in um, June of uh, 2014, uh, The Atlantic in particular, written by Adam Chandler, wrote, a, wrote an interesting article regarding uh, the, the election of the new Ukrainian president at that time. His name was Petro Poroshenko, um, who he was a billionaire. <laughs> so obviously it's kind of obvious that we... Uh, there's other countries around the world that like to put in uh, billionaires in charge of their countries and in Ukraine, evidently, and in Russia, which is a whole other different topic. But anyway, so he had these uh, tough words about Crimea in which he was uh, uh, talking in the presence of uh, Mikhail Z uh, Zurabov, uh, who was a recently the restored uh, Russian ambassador to Ukraine. So... To put it in context, so the Crimea, uh, Crimea annexation happened between late February and this is June. So in a matter of three months, the Russians had um, taken over Crimea. Uh, meanwhile, you know, I mean, obviously there was probably uh, some people hurt and killed and, and whatnot. I'm not going to sit here and delve into that, but it only took three months. So here is the thing. Russia occupied Crimea, which was, is, and will be Ukrainian soil. Yesterday, in the course of a meeting in Normandy, I told this to President Putin. Crimea is Ukrainian soil, period. There can be no compromise on the issues of Crimea, European choice, and state stature or structure. So here you go. He's making this, you know, hard line, you know, you're not going to take our land from us. Yet yeah, he just did. And among the dignitaries in attendance was Vice President Joe Biden, which is where this story got interesting. This is according to the writer. Um, it seems hardly noteworthy that given the scope of the crisis, Biden took his second trip to Ukraine in the past six weeks. So, However, Biden's trip was also coincided with the story about his youngest son, Hunter. Biden was tapped last month to join the board of Burisma Holdings, Ukrainian, uh, Ukraine's largest private gas producer. Okay, so, you know, it, it's just, you know, one of those things. And then it says, does that not sound very Ukrainian? He's American, as is the other new board member, Devin Archer. Who? Devin Archer, who works with Hunter Biden at Rosemont Seneca Partners, which is half owned by Rosemont Capital, a private equity firm founded by Archer and Christopher Hines. Who? Christopher Hines, John Kerry's stepson. So this was all written by the Atlantic, which is hardly a right-wing news source. All this was written in uh, June of 2014. So anyway, so there's there's a evidence there of the uh, so you have the top um, people all lined up, and it was written about, and this was you know five years ago. And so I won't go into further detail detail on this. So um, it just it kind of striking there. So now we're going to fast forward to our friend um, um, Joe Biden, if I can get to that uh, video. 
I had on him. So here's Joe Biden talking about the same problem. Um, I went over, I guess, the 12th, 13th time, Steve, and, uh, and I was going, supposed to announce that there's another billion-dollar loan guarantee. And I had gotten a commitment from Poroshenko and from uh, Yatsenyuk that they would take action against the state prosecutor, and they didn't. So they said they had, they were walking out to the press conference. I said, no, nah. I said, I'm not going to, we're not going to give you the billion dollars. They said, you have no authority. You're not the president. The president said, I said, call him. I said, I'm telling you, you're not getting a billion dollars. I said, you're not getting a billion. I'm going to be leaving here. And I think it was, what, six hours. I looked, I said, I'm leaving in six hours. If the prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting the money. Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> got fired. And they put in place someone who was solid at the time. Well, there's still, they, so they made some genuine substantial changes institutionally and with people. So there's your there's your current presidential nominee in uh, 2019. Oh, if I can. Anyway, sorry, I got interrupted. I should shut off the next uh, uh, video. So anyway, there's your there's your uh, 2019 presidential candidate discussing what he did to get. Um, Compliance from the Ukrainian uh, uh, president on an issue. You know, you want $1 billion from the United States of America? Okay, fire this guy because we don't like him. And voila, in six hours, they got rid of the guy. That that seems pretty, pretty cut and dry. I mean, it's basically saying we're going to hold this over your head. And if you want to speak of it in, in terms of, okay, so this is a case of somebody actually coming right out and saying he did in front of the Council of Foreign Relations. And it kind of interesting that uh, he would be so blatantly obvious. And he was he was uh, sitting with two guys right next to him. And even the looks on their faces probably pretty much said it all. It's like, uh, you know, you really shouldn't be bragging about this, but, you know, go ahead and knock yourself out. We're not we're not going to say nothing. And they didn't. And so. So you got this concept here of. Uh, of uh, Biden being involved in this. Uh, now, next up on the uh, the chart that I kind of put together um, is Paul Pelosi Jr. Now, he was involved in a, a company called Viscoil, uh, which was headed up by Sergey Sorokin. Uh, this was established in uh, March 2010. Um, this um, This company... It's kind of like an energy company. I guess they were involved in probably some uh, new technology, and it didn't pan out very well. Anyway, this poor, um, this guy uh, was from Moscow, lo and behold. And uh, Paul, um, at one point, owned uh, 10 million shares of Natural Blue, which was uh, another energy company. Now, um, Natural Blue was under an SEC investigation or was file, uh, had filed, uh, charges filed against it in 2014, kind of echoing around the same time that uh, Mr. Biden had his issues and was trying to uh, reestablish himself. So Paul wound up as an executive director of a of what they called a co corporate government init initiative in February of 2017. Um and he spent time in Kiev, Ukraine in July of 2017. It, 
it's really odd how these people are bouncing over to the Ukrainian area and we're, you know, we're just finding out about it now and or we're just noticing this. So everything that you think Trump does, and if we had, had some kind of background or evidence of, say, of, um, of his daughter or Eric or any of the other people, you think the media, the media would have had that blared out loud and clear all over the place because everything that they do is put under a microscope. Meanwhile, everything that you see about the Democrats is barely aired. You have to go find it. And I've seen multiple articles posted about uh, some of these people that say that are the first thing that pops up on Google says false, not true. But the evidence is there. Um, we know it's there. Um, and, and no one's really denying it that much either. So anyway, um, next up, I'm just thinking about where I want to go with this next. So in uh, 2019, Rudy Giuliani was sent over to gather intel on the Ukrainian dealings and situation. Evidently, probably they uh, saw the video on uh, Joe shooting his mouth off on on uh, TV, and they said, hmm, this sounds interesting. And also, they uh, they probably had some awareness of this going on long, you know, a ways back, but Joe wasn't in the picture. Well, I think the, the, the cover-up part of this is when Joe figured that out. And then, of course, his son became an issue for him because his son um, basically resigned from the board of Burisma. It was like a five-year appoint, uh, appointee. So in April of 2019, he came off that uh, um, he came off the, the board and some of the information leaked out about him. And then, of course, he had his issues with his um, with a stripper that he impregnated and now has a son son by. So I'm I'm kind of confused on him. I think really I think he is a screw up, but I also think that he he has been um, deployed in places where it's like maybe this is kind of like you better get your crap together and here we're going to give you a second chance. You just, you know, because it doesn't seem to jive up. I think he's always had problems and issues and like I said, he he is uh, he has definitely been appointed to some very high uh, post in certain circumstances that none of us would ever receive. Just based upon, I, I think he's pretty much a do nothing. He's a placeholder. He's a name. He's a he's he's Joe Biden's son, and that's what he's there for. So anyway, so I think the the cat got out of the bag. A little bit and they knew it and I bet you our intel agencies and matter of fact our friend uh, Joseph Coffer Black may have uh, heard the rumblings going around Burisma and Rudy Giuliani because there's no way to know for certain who's talking to who and who's I mean unless you have records and evidence but most of these conversations you know they're not recorded um, you know I think for and you think about, you know, everybody looks for intrigue and they think they're constantly, you know, planning and manipulating and scheming. It's like, no, it's it's usually just, you know, one or two instances where people are connecting to each other and talking about things. And then later um, there's a there's an inciting event and then they go ahead and make a deal or plan or situation. And that's where I mean, 
uh, these aren't uh, masterminds in all cases. They're just, I mean, they're just looking to get paid. They're looking for money. They're looking to, get, to use leverage against countries and uh, prosecutors and people to overlook their crimes and uh, or use it to, to say, well, the number one thing the United States government has is a military, military aid, military weapons. If you play ball with this uh, company or this investment group, we'll go ahead and you know, trade weapons. We've done it before. It's, you know, we, we heard about uh, uh, a long time ago, the Iran Contra scandal and stuff like that. This isn't the first time. So I think what happened is they, the cat got out and this uh, mole that we had in the White House heard those, the, the chat that was going on and knew that they were hitting very close to their operation because I think they've had this operation going for you know, four or five years, and the ambassador, the European ambassador, uh, Vindman, who has personal connections there, uh, basically uh, snitched, and they knew they were, they knew that they had to do something about it, and then the Democrats said, oh, by the way, this is the time when we can t uh, use uh, his, his looking into, um, his, uh, the President of the United States, uh, looking at our our candidate, who just so happened to be Joe Biden, who just so happened to ju jump into the race about the time that he was uh, being kind of looked into. I think there was a, a, a predicate there that said, if we do this, then it's going to make it very difficult for him to investigate us. And so I think that's the reason why you have an impeachment hearing that's going on because or impeachment. I don't think they wanted to move it fast. I'm certainly, I think Pelosi didn't have a whole lot of reason to do it because She's tangential. Paul is tangential. Uh, he his um, he he was appointed to a small kind of initiative, and there's no real no fire there for her. But there's plenty of fire for uh, Biden, and and he knows it, and so he's been deflecting all the time. I mean, anytime anybody asks him a straightforward fe uh, question, he gets very defensive. He gets uh, angry. He gets confrontational, which means that you're hitting on something really bad, and he knows it. Or really bad if it comes out the way it's going to come out. So uh, that's my second episode. I'm going to see if I can uh, think about something else and do a third episode. But uh, for now, I think I'll leave it at there. So thank you.